0: What's up, you guys. It's your girls.
1: No, e- sorry, wait. You, you were like, what's up, you guys? Do that. Do that. Oh,
0: really? I didn't like it. What's up, you guys? Okay,
1: whatever.
0: I'll do it. <laughs> oh what's up, you guys? It's your girls, E and K. I'm K, that's E, and this is The Ball Out. How's it going, Emily?
1: Everything's going good. We just had a little talk about The Bachelor and everything crazy happening with it. By the time this is posted, it will have probably ended and we will have seen if colton chooses the only girl he likes on the show um
0: he chooses him either
1: one. or she chooses him i should say yeah but um our our goal was talking about that though i the reason she brought it up sort of ish was um uh kyber really wants me to be on the bachelor so um maybe i'll consider it at some point you know
0: Guys, if we get enough likes we'll release her bachelor <laughs> oh that was
1: never no no i did once try out for the bachelor i will admit yes however it was for ari season actually um but ari
0: that's why uh we didn't think it was going to be ari if we if we knew it would have been ari she wouldn't have tried out for it
1: but i remember when they released it i was like who is this (laughs) who the devil is this because i didn't watch the bachelor long enough to like know who he was i I, I didn't didn't know who like jojo season
0: I didn't yeah, no, Jojo season was when I started. And like when Ari came out,
1: I was like, Are you are you kidding me? Dean <laughs> Peter. Who is this person? Dean. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Dean. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's Bachelor. Hopefully that works out um how it's supposed to. And maybe in the next two seasons they'll have a really hot bachelor and they'll want me to be on there with them. All right. That's not my goal though. That's not my goal at the moment. That's not what I'm visualizing right now. <laughs> I'm,
0: picturing, I'm picturing this. Little segment, Emily joins The Bachelor. And then this clip comes out, and they're like, she's not in it for the right reason.
1: Oh my gosh. no, I'm am I'm, I'm not gonna make this my bachelor like podcast pitch, but I would be in it not, not that I would be not that I would be in it for love. That's not fully what it would be. ABC, if you're listening. it would be, um, It'd be probably like an experience of like, you know what, you know, this could probably help my career. Again, it could also oh gosh, just be Emily. a fun time. And I could find love, but that's definitely not like my end all be all.
0: Emily, this is, why well, don't scratch that. This is the clip that would just destroy you. This is <laughs> why they say everyone's not in it for the right reasons. You said my career, you can't audition anymore. It's over, it's okay. <laughs> like you actually can't, or this has to be scrapped. It. You. I'm telling you that's actually
1: how it works. <laughs> Ah, we'll think about it okay
0: a cool part that i think about the bachelor is that they're like all the girls become like friends and it's like a little lady gang and like that's what it's all about like you know girls women powerful women
1: in terms of that um it was international women's day two or three days ago um and the u.s women's national team the soccer team um sued u.s soccer for equal pay it's kind of been something that's been uh ever since they won the world cup i think it was in 2015 they won in 2015 um yeah when the u.s won in 2015 um it's been like a topic of discussion it was more heated right after the world cup but it was a topic that um the women weren't being paid equally um as equally as the men yet they were pulling in more of a revenue than the men were um so for example um the TV ratings had were higher, and um, the money that the U.S. soccer U.S. soccer was able to pull in from the World Cup was way higher than what the men had. Yet, yet the women were still paid uh, a substantial amount less. And U.S. soccer came out and said some like pretty ridiculous things that like right, to me it was like, how are you guys gonna like? Did you really say this? And if they did, they basically let me. I'm trying to find the quote. Um, basically, they said, they said, they said. Um, U.S. Soccer has blamed market realities on unequal pay, but won't wouldn't prove that theory. They said. They said the filing says that a representative from U.S. soccer told the women that market realities are such that the women do not deserve to be paid equally to the men. The lawsuit goes on to allege that the statement came after the Federation had admitted the women brought in more revenue, which basically, if they're saying that they're they're openly saying that they are being gender biased and they don't think women deserve equal pay anyway.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Here's the facts. They had the most viewed soccer game from all of America and all of the Americas. And so they obviously are pulling in more than your freaking men. Who? What did they do? How far did they go? How did they do the last World Cup, Emily? I'm sorry. Were they in it? Were they in it? <laughs>
1: they,
0: did they sit on their ass? Oh, that's what they did. And the oh, like oh, there. That's actually so obnoxious. And like the thing is, when it comes to equal pay in sports and like women's teams. I think this is like kind of a really. I don't know how to phrase it. I feel like when it comes to like basketball, women's basketball, like you know any sport versus women's sports, women get like less views, and it's unfortunate because they're great athletes. And like, but people are like, oh well, you know, they just bring in the money, they bring this in, and this is why the men get all the hype because they bring in more people. But this is like an actual an example of them winning the World Cup and doing it being better than the men and still getting paid less just and they're just being blatant about it i think it's just kind of ridiculous
1: i want to touch on yahoo thank you for um making this article but it basically it talks about the strongest arguments that the soccer team, the women's national team has and one like we said before it's that they bring in more revenue than the men's team they get them but the men's team gets higher bonuses for winning than the women's national team okay then u.s soccer has blamed market realities on unequal pay, but wouldn't prove the theory. Then the U.S. men's national team got larger World Cup bonuses from U.S. soccer after not even making it past the quarterfinals, I want to say. But if you go and win, you you still don't get as much of a bonus as you would if you made it to the quarterfinals on the men's. And then U.S. women's national team played on artificial turf repeatedly while the men's team did not, which basically, if you play on artificial turf, a lot of soccer players don't like it because it wears on their knees and it... um, it creates more injuries basically um so the men- women's team played on it men's team didn't the us men's team also got chartered flights while the us women's team did not um and then us soccer didn't promote us women's teams games as much as the men's teams so those are their proposed like arguments if you wanted to talk about it but i mean it wasn't s- okay so all those like point like basically I-, I agree with what you're saying like i'm uh, working for the women's basketball team and just seeing different sports... i mean will they the, the demands be met i hope they are i don't know though honestly these days i don't know about much cuz you're pretty much surprised by a lot of things so i hope they're going to be met but i don't know
0: i think that they i i think i don't it's all contracts and stuff but i think if they i think they have a lot of power in these demands though right now they're about to go to the next world cup and if they want them to have the drive to actually succeed in that if they want to make those numbers if they want what happened last time they're going to need to please their athletes they're going to need to like meet their demands they're going to need to actually like show up and not just like discourage them because even though they're like yeah they're bound by contract if they don't believe, if it's kind of like if someone doesn't believe in you you can't believe in yourself so if they are not believing in you, the organization that you are giving your all to, that you are making this money for, that you are get, that you are their product on their like mm. you're the face of what they're selling. Yeah. You just feel like a tool, and you don't feel like you have you owe them anything. So I think if they're smart and they want to see this in the long run and they want to see where they're going, that's why I like even was talking about this timing of filing that la- lawsuit was thought out. That was a very well played lawsuit. Hmm women's day where people are paying attention to women, women being badasses, women's rights, and international women's day. And then also, they hold the cards because they are your players now. The men were not. You want this? Do you want another World Cup where, you, where they don't deliver, where they're not there, where they're not really giving it? No, you don't, because that was already like a fail for them. So I think that they can't just ignore it. I think they can't just be like, whatever, like, we're doing this because of this and this and this. If they, yeah, if they want results, they're going to have to dedicate to their players. That's, like, the whole reason why everyone's, like, oh, yeah, that's why college athletes get, like, freaking, like, iPads and all this shit because we're trying to make them realize how much we, like, want them and how much we love them and, like, yeah, we're going to give you everything. You're going to get the stuff because we're rallying. You're giving us a service. And, like, even though they should maybe be paid, that's a whole discussion. But, like, in terms <laughs> of, like, the quality of life for them it's upped because they're like we want you to deliver. We want you to dedicate yourself to this team. And if they want them to deliver and dedicate themselves to this, that team, they're going to have to they're going to have to show them appreciation. Show them the money as Jerry Maguire. Not Jerry Maguire, Rod and yeah. Jerry Maguire would say.
1: So. Oh, I was going to say yeah, it was Jerry Maguire. Um okay. Good argument, Kyra. Good argument. I hope they, you know, I hope that they, that in the end, the women's team doesn't feel like they are unwanted, because that would really suck. And I love watching the women's team. I personally have a girl crush on one of the the members of the. the t- well, she's not in the member anymore, but I have a crush on her. Um. So yeah. Anyway, besides the point. Um. Yeah. Just
0: that's a, a quick good add Equal pay all around. Continue. Just a quick add-in. Equal pay all around. Kind of ridiculous. Women aren't paid the same as men at this point. It is two thousand. Eight, 19. Almost at 18. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Continue.
1: I agree. I agree. I don't know. Have you ever in, encountered that, like, in your life? I haven't compared
0: what I've been paid yet, but I do know that that is still in motion. So, like, it is, like, it still affects you. You, me, versus another person. So... Or like, maybe not. I mean, maybe like businesses do things differently, but I do know that that's still very much emotion and it still does affect overall, but I have not compared paychecks or anything like that.
1: Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, all right going out of that uh let's just get right to it this is a topic that we wanted to talk about last week um we weren't able to uh we didn't have enough time because we had too much good topics to talk about that first episode or sec- third episode back but um this one is about putting it out into the universe manifesting reality you know i feel like i should have intro the episode like all right guys um in this episode we're going to talk about the US Women's National Team and how to get whatever you want in life. Okay, so but basically we both have Kyra and I have both started to adopt a belief um in our lives um about putting it out into the universe. And that's not just like putting it out into the universe cuz people are like, "Oh my god, I put it on the universe, there it is. It's going to happen." No, but it means like when when we mean putting it out to the universe, it's like it's a process and it's kind of like a mindset and that means um and it comes from the book uh there's a lot of, well there's a lot of different um I guess uh what's the word there's a lot of different approaches and um okay. in different like documentaries and methods um but it basically has to do with visual visualization and manifestation um and how those two relate um and Even making about your that- life
0: I ended before with Brandon on the podcast where he read something and he was talking
1: about business. He was talking about affirmations and how he goes to sleep every night and he has he has uh, this recording of himself saying the things that he wants and is going to get, you know, this year. And he falls asleep listening to that. Um, so it's kind of like.
0: I feel like it's all tied with like putting out what you want, putting out what you see for yourself. We'll continue, Emily. You
1: yes. Can- Well, yeah. So um, I I wanted to make this like episode kind of like or this segment kind of like not us talking about how it's happened for us, but more so I just wanted to first I I want it might be long, but, you know, I think it's worth it and um, I'll have to cut it down to where I feel like it makes sense. But um, basically if you've ever heard of it, you know how people talk about, you know, when, when someone says I set my mind to it or, you know, I saw it in my mind and then it happened or with Solange's recent album. She says, I saw what I imagined. Like I see what I imagined. And I was like, Whoa, if that's a mood I've ever heard it, like that was it. Um, and it was kind of like piggybacking off of what Kyra and I had talked about, but basically, um, manifest uh so basically it means like essentially your thoughts have a frequency and it gets down to the very basic law of attraction like newton's law of attraction if what you put out you get back like it's like opposites attract but also what you put out you receive back like it's kind of like a karma type thing but not really this is how this is how you know this stuff happens so um you ever so basically i had heard about this before, and a couple of people had brought it up to me, but not this specific, like, book and whatever. But um, there's a book called The Secret, and it, there's it's also a Netflix documentary. If you don't have the book, you can go watch it. Um, someone, I was interviewing them, very positive person. I was like, wow, you're so positive. How do you have this such a great energy? And they were like, Emily, just go read The Secret, and, you know, everything will make sense. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, I opened the tab like had it open just didn't really go back to it two days later I was hanging out with a friend and she was like oh yeah uh, same kind of thing I was like oh you're so positive like and she's like had these dreams and I was like wow I'm glad you like kind of have similar dreams to me like how are you so positive and like you're moving forward and she's like Emily the secret and I was like hold on and I went and I like, looked at it I was like oh this is the same thing I went and watched the documentary three days later someone else brought it up randomly and then four days later Kyra texted me and she's like hey there's a book that um that I thought we should both have and I uh, got a copy and I sent it to you too and I was like what's it called and she was like the secret I was like oh my gosh if this 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 book is showing me exactly what it's trying to teach me like it's showing me that it's working as much as you like when you talk about something so much it'll start to appear in random ways (laughs) so I was like okay
0: that was really the whole like method just being like I'll show you before you even go into it yeah
1: yeah, you might not believe it, but I'm going to show you because I'm going to keep popping up randomly when you've never, you know, so that's kind of what happened. And, um, you know, th- what I wanted to tell you, Kyra, was um, was my friend, the second one who talked to me about it, Uh, she, I, you and I both know how hard BTS tickets are to get, right? Um, And you purposefully avoided me so you wouldn't have to help me. Anyway, um, the second day, the first day they went on sale, they sold out. She didn't get, there's certain tickets that, Literally every every person out of the seventy thousand people trying to get tickets when those tickets go on sale wants sound check, which means your floor as close as you can be, and you get an exclusive sound check before the concert starts. Where it's you and maybe one hundred other people that are like seeing them do their sound check, so it's much more intimate. Everybody and their mom wants that ticket, and it's very hard to get. Clearly, because it's even hard to get just a regular ticket. So my friend, throughout the whole week leading up to the second date that it went on sale. She had been like writing down her goals. Um, you know, one of the things she was like, I really want to be at, you know, I want to have sound check. And she would tell people as she like if I were talking to you and you asked her about the BTS concert, she'd be like, Oh yeah, I have like she wouldn't say I have soundcheck, but she would get excited as if she already had the ticket. And she would like act like she tricked her brain literally to think that she already had the ticket, the ticket. Um, and then right before the tickets went on sale, she rewatched these videos she took with her phone when she was at the last concert where she was like really close to to make herself excited tell me why her phone within a minute of the tickets going on sale loaded up and she got four sound check tickets like that and i was like what are you kidding me and she was like dude i literally have been tricking my brain i was like getting myself excited i rewatched blah 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 and then within a minute like people sit on that queue for an hour plus within a minute she had four of the best tickets and i was like holy shit Wow. Are you going? Am I going? Oh, no. Yes. no, no oh, no. Not through her tickets, but uh, through another friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Okay,
0: that's like the thing. That's like, okay. The reason like we're even like discussing or how we got to here and discussing this is that like, I don't know. One time I was talking about it with Emily and I was just like, it's weird. There's something that I say will happen and it happens. We talked about it even like, oh my God. We talked about it literally on the podcast. when we were talking about like, Emily and I were going out and I was like, I want to see this guy tonight. This guy I haven't seen in like seven months. No reason I would run into him. No, there was no reason. I have not talked to him. Deleted his number. There was no reason that that should ever happen. And like, I don't know. Sometimes you don't believe in like. I just don't believe in coincidences because I literally bumped into the man after <laughs> like I wanted to. I like it wasn't even really like oh oh hey what's going on. No, we were like walking opposite sides, bump into each other face forward. And I, there was nothing, there was just something that made me to be like, I want to see that. I want to see, I want this to happen. And it literally happened. And then after that, I think we talked about it. Or I was like, I don't know. Sometimes if you say stuff, it just like, it's not like you're saying it to be like, I'm saying this cause I want it to, ha-. like you want it to happen, but you're not saying like doing it. Like I'm saying this. So if I say this, it will happen. And then everything's mine, everything's easy. But it's kind of just like, it's, uh, it's I, I don't know. I just, I really like, I say this all the time. I don't believe in coincidence coincidences so much. I don't believe the world, like the world is small, but it's also like freaking large as hell and things don't just happen. I think that it is a whole, it's kind of to me, it's a whole universe spirituality thing that it's just kind of like putting words out there, putting it back, putting an energy out there, receiving it back, wanting something and having that energy and having that kind of like, be like drawn to you like, like a magnetism where it just doesn't make sense. Like even the bumping into the guy thing, there are so many bars. There are so many days. It was such a random day in Atlanta. It wasn't even like a main weekend. There mm-hmm. was so we haven't seen each other ever co- recently, and there is there's so many freaking like factors to be driven it, to be like put in there. Like, what are the odds I'm gonna go to this place to visit my friend Taylor, and we're all and it's like a freaking Wednesday or whatever, and it's still just being like I want this to happen and kind of feeling that hap that like inevitability with those words and then it happening it's just the whole putting it down to the universe reaffirm it if you have goals for your life and that's what emily i've been talking about with the subject recently where it's kind of like our goals for ourselves, and it go, like transcends to like vision boards or like visuals or like with me i write stuff down it's just kind of like when it comes to goals keep on saying it keep on believing it keep on reaffirming it because i 100 percent believe that bounces back and that it's like it makes it's it creates this whole shield and it's just insane. Like, what are the odds that Emily talks to someone like three three different people, three different times and then like, same, next day, I'm like, hey, I sent you a book. I never send Emily books. I never send people books ever. I've never sent that in my life. But I was just like, I want to send this to Emily or it like just felt the need, you know? It doesn't, I think, honestly, with that, I think it is like a magnetism that you create and it comes to you.
1: Right, and right now though, I'm like, I'm in a a period where like you know where okay I want to I want to clarify what you said when you said you know you put it out in the universe it's not just like people are probably like well what do you mean like how do you do that well there it literally is like a like there are steps to it that can help you like do it and I want to kind of go through that so that like if anyone's kind of confused it'll make sense but
0: clarify really quickly with the steps it can be different for every person and there's different ways but there are people do have specific steps that work for them too.
1: going should give one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, and I'll clarify what, what could be different. But first um, they say, you know, first, the first step is to ask, which means like not ask, like, can I have this? But it's just like, make the want known. Like, so whether it's you write down, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have blah, and it's what you want and you write that down or you say it into a voice memo. I'm so happy and glad, grateful that I have this and you say it like you might not have it literally at that moment but if you just make the statement known to yourself to others whatever it is that's first like asking right then from there you believe which means you believe that whatever it is you want is already yours so like you're you have an unwavering belief like that it's already happened or that it's already like yours um and it's like you're kind of just pulling the the want from Like, so that's when, when you, when I say believe, you literally start to think about like how it would feel. How does it feel that you already have it? So, literally, when it comes to like, let's say I want to interview BTS, right? And so I will literally close my eyes and I'm like, I try my hardest. You have to kind of like meditate with it too. Try my hardest to like get myself in a zone where I have to like envision myself standing in front of them and like i feel and you can honestly if you do it you can feel yourself like get excited and you like make yourself get excited so that like you already know what that feeling's gonna be like so you're already like putting out the emotion and the energy that would happen when it does happen you know and then from there you receive it um and you feel when it arrives like i said you feel believing and receiving is different believing is just like knowing like you're not gonna like question like i'm gonna interview bts or i'm gonna live in la it's gonna be I'm living in LA and this is how it feels. So you ask, you believe and then you receive. Like how does it feel when you receive it? Um energy flows where attention goes. So keeping your thoughts on that instead of the negative like oh well it couldn't, it might not happen. You just keep it on like the positive like okay, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this. Um the creative there's a creative process behind it as well. Um the first step they always say is to be thankful for what you already have. And to be honest, like that puts you in a better mood than like not being thankful. Like if you just wake up, if you might have woken up late, you might be in the car like crap, I'm going to be late. But then you're like, I'm breathing right now and I'm on my way to a job that some people don't have in my car that some people don't have in nice clothes that some people don't have either. Like you just start to think about all the things you should be thankful for. And you're like, you know what? It's okay. And it puts you in a better thought process and a better mindset than just being like, crap, I'm going to be late for work. My boss is going to hate me. And you're like, wait, no, but I have a lot of other stuff in my life that I should be thankful for. Um, And then you start. And in addition to being thankful for things, like we said, you start to visualize it. You dwell. You don't dwell because this is the thing they say in the documentary. Like, it's not about how you get there. It's about it's about just knowing that you're going to get there and somehow the universe is going to help have itself work it out for you. So you visualize and you dwell on the end result. So you dwell on not like, okay, I have to go through, I have to reach out to this person to make sure that they put me in contact with this person so then I can interview BTS. You're just like, no. You just literally think about yourself interviewing them at that moment. And then you like, that's all you think think about. Another way, Kyra said. What?
0: In terms of my version of visual... Busy, why can't I say visualizing there we go god dang um, my my version of that because I'm not going to try that word again I guess I can't say it uh, is like for me whenever it comes to something I want um, I always see myself in like I always picture the idea of myself in the future at that moment thinking about where I am now like follow this with me thinking about where I am now where I was stressed so if it comes to sort of like even when it came to Me and, like, I really wanted to go to Syracuse. And I think I was telling this to Emily, there was no reason I should have been able to go to Syracuse. Not because of, like, grades or anything. Just, like, I applied late and I didn't. I missed it. Like, a lot went down. But I really, I always saw that as my school. It was weird. Even when they, like, mentioned it before. They, like, told me. I don't know. They told me, like, they mentioned Syracuse at a job fair. And I remember being, like, I want to go there. I'm going to go there. I felt that. And then I didn't apply because I thought I just wanted to go to small schools or like just kind of stick to, I am like dyslexic, so like ADD, I just like stick to stuff that kind of is like accommodated to that. And people got in my head and they're like, yeah, stick to small schools. But I knew I didn't want to go there. I knew I didn't see myself there. And so like it was last minute. It was late at night. It was after the application. But I was just like, okay, we're just going to apply. There's it, They say they will not look at anything past it, but we're just going to do it. And like. I remember during my stress, even when it came to colleges, when it came to that, I still pictured myself, and I pictured myself in my dorm, happy, and, like, I always saw it as Syracuse, and I always thought about, like, at, like, I was, like, there's gonna be a time where I'm here, chilling, hanging out with friends, and I'm gonna be thinking about the fact, thinking, or I'm gonna, like, think back to this time where I was stressed and had no idea how I got there, if that makes sense. So, like, my version of, like, visualizing is seeing myself there and thinking about, not like how or when, but or not how, just when that moment's there, when I'm having, when it's just a moment and like just it being the reality. And then remembering the time that I didn't even know how it, that would become it. And I'm like, we're going to figure out the in between somehow, or the in between's going to happen, but we will get to that moment. So I always see that even in terms of like, when it comes to like life or something I really want or believe in, or believe that that's going to be my future when it came to jobs. And, like, just not, or, like, even, like, coming to graduation, what am I going to do? I always thought, like, there's going to be a time. Like, even with Emily, there's a part that we're visualizing that like we, together as friends, saw for me. And I really want it. And it had to do with, like, a, a movie and, like, just being in that moment. Or, like, it had to do with a movie that inspired a career uh, drive for me, which is hilarious. But, like, we were talking about it. And we're like, there's going to be a time where you get to that moment. You have a coffee in hand. You're going to your office. And like, you're at that, you're in that scene or in that point of life. And you're like, I'm here now. And that's like the visualization of being like, it's not if or when it's like, there is going to be that moment. And at that moment, you'll think of this time and be like, I did it. And so that's how I see it, you know?
1: Well, and then the listeners can be like, well, we'll see like in three months, check back in and see if Kyra's gotten it. Um, and honestly, like Kyra said, to like continue what she was saying beforehand, she said like some people make vision boards. Some people write it down. Kyra likes to write things down. I've been making vision boards, but I get sick of them really quickly. Um, yeah. So I don't know what my thing is. Some people like to listen to voice memos over and over and over again. I've done that before, too. I don't quite know what I like because um, I've tried everything. Um, so <laughs> I'm kind of at a point, and I was telling Kyra this earlier, um, I was, I'm kind of at a point where... I am like not starting to question it because nothing I've done has like started has has happened where and the 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 things that I want haven't happened yet. So there's nothing to be like sad about. But I there's like no I don't know how it's gonna happen is the thing. So I'm just like I gotta start like revision. I got lazy too. Anyway, besides the point. Um, there's 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 a basically the the overview of the steps is to ask, believe, receive. Be thankful, and then visualize things. Um, and you can honestly, you can buy the book, The Secret. Um, it's, the book is by Rhonda Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. Or you can watch it on Netflix, The Secret. Um, it's on Netflix. You can just type it in and you can find it. There's another book called Into the Magic Shop. It kind of details the same kind of thing, the exact same kind of thing. There's a YouTube video called The Strangest Secret, same kind of thing. They're all like these secrets or like tricks, like magic things. Because I feel like people people so easily get themselves in like a rut where they're like, oh, my life is the way it is because it's the way it is and it sucks and everyone hates me. And it's just like a negative cycle. And it's like, I literally told a friend the other day who had lost his job. And I told him about this. And he'd been like depressed, like literally depressed the last two months. And I was like, dude, just go watch these two videos. And he was like, I haven't woken up in over two months not feeling depressed but after I watched those two videos and knowing that I had a choice to get out of that mindset I felt better like and I was like I feel I felt better the last two days after watching that and it's like really changed my outlook and mentality of things and I was like you welcome but either way I feel like like,
0: you know you can look at the secret there's so many different writings and like what I meant even in terms of there's different approaches to it in my mind and like in terms of this like asking the universe or like just like putting it out there it's all different. There's so many different varieties of how you connect to that and how it comes to you. There's like projecting, stating, like projecting your purpose, stating your purpose at the beginning of the day, or just like even yoga and like getting that center. And it's, I don't, I don't think there's a, I think there's different ways to approach it, but I do believe that like, it's a whole, I don't know. It's, I think that it's a whole universe. And I think that's just about like, it could be like, even like mentally, like if you say something, just saying it. In your mind that makes you like strive towards that goal more, making you get that goal. That, that could be it, or it could just be like putting it all together. But I do think that if you have a goal, if you have something you want, be more active about it. Be more vocal about it. Write it. Like when I write it down, I, I just write down like where I see myself, or what I picture for that, or like even ideas of where it what it would be. Just kind of, if you have a goal, don't just hold it to yourself. Don't like let it be like it's impossible. Everything's possible. Project what project what you want to receive and You can find different forms of that, but you can pray. There's so many different ways, but just project. Believe in yourself. Go for it, and I believe that everyone can achieve what they want.
1: If Miley Cyrus can twerk on stage and not have her VMA's performance taken down, we can do anything.
0: Anything can happen, guys. I mean, (laughs) Donald Trump's president, he did a vision board about that.
1: He must have. He must have. But now it's time for Kyra's tailgate of the week
0: yay it's my tailgate invitee and this girl is it i think i've only invited girls recently but that's cool that's what we want happy women's day mm-hmm. the, the person i'm inviting has gone a little viral actually no she's been like she's always been that that girl um but she's awesome and she's known people know her as oprah's best friend but now we know her for something else it's gail king because she, I'm inviting her because one oh, like
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> we did the whole R. Kelly situation uh, last week um our last episode and I think that Gail did just an incredible job hosting and conducting that interview with R. Kelly if you haven't seen it she is talking to him about his allegations and he loses his mind not like there's one major one where he loses his mind but he was just ridiculous throughout that whole thing and she handled herself with such composure and just like poise and like when he was like yelling screaming crying and being like held back from being an emotional wreck because he knows he's a pedophile who's gonna go to jail whatever um she was just like
1: robert robert <laughs> sit down yes yes hurt. she was so doing <laughs> she was just and no wait, wait wait It was so funny when he would get up and like get like really mad and she would just be like (laughs) just sigh
0: she just sighed. she's like I don't want you to have a conversation with the camera I want you to have a conversation with me and like one the way that she did that I thought of like Emily I literally thought of you because I was like I would love to see Emily get to this point in hosting where she's just like doing a ridiculous like an interview of such a large subject and just handling it great amazingly because as a host she did it incredibly she thought it like the way she did such a great job. She asked the right question. She was hard on him and still like understanding because you can't just be like, you're wrong. She was like, what are you saying? It's them versus you can't say that everyone's wrong. Everyone's saying this. What do you believe? Like, let's talk. And then like when he started getting emotional and ridiculous and just like a little petty little man, um, she was talking about it in an interview with Stephen Colbert where she was like, I decided to say his name because I didn't want to. I wanted the interview to go on. Like prepared questions I wanted it I didn't want him to walk off I've seen him walk off and if I said sit down stop being emotional that makes you more emotional and I just thought um if you hear your name that's kind of a comfort to you that calms you down so I said his name because I thought that I believe that helped him calm down rather than being told to sit down or being met with like being combated And I was like, that was incredible. That's such a like on the spot thinking and just being like, what's the best way to carry on my interview, get this job done and like get what I need out of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm going to say, Robert, that's going to be more comforting than than anything else. And so she was invited because one, that was awesome Two, She's cool. She's always hanging. You see her and Oprah just doing everything. So, you know, she's down to do whatever she cooks. She can bring some stuff from Oprah's garden or her garden. I don't know if she has a garden. Either way, she's always on Oprah's garden. She's just, I think she's awesome. I think she, like, reminds me of, like, she reminds me of just, like, a like someone that would be your friend's mom that would just kind of call you out on your stuff but still be very, like, yes. comforting about it. And I really like that aura. I love that aura from, like, well, honestly, Black women. I feel like that's where you're just, like, I feel like I can talk to you. Or, like, I feel like you just are very human but also very, like, you held your power and you held your voice. And that was awesome. So Gail King is my MIT.
1: You know what? That's not about bad... it. I actually saw her when she was here Oscars weekend. Um, She was like randomly walking somewhere. And I was like, oh, that's Gail. Cool. Chilling. I didn't connect that that was her. I like did not connect it was her. Anyway, continue. I, I, I was like, oh, wait, say... Gail King is on CBS. What? Oh, okay.
0: No, I think I connected that she was the – like, I honestly always related as, like, Oprah's friend Gail, and then there was Gail King. And then I realized, oh, she's the same person, and also she's dope on her own. She doesn't have to be just Oprah's friend, but Oprah's a cool person, so they're just really, like, a powerhouse of people. And that was awesome. But honestly, when I saw that, I literally thought of Emily, and I was like, I really hope when Emily hosts – She gets, like, this national-wide, like, spread one day, and she's just, like, handling it like a boss, and I could watch it. I literally saw that for you. I was like, that would be so cool. And, like, thinking about it and that, like, real-time kind of thing, I was like, this is what I see for you, Emily. It could be anything.
1: Thank you. I want to do that. Like, I looked at her, and I was like, dang, she's owning it right now, man. It
0: was so good. It was so good. If you haven't seen it, like, even, like, I know that there's, like, those, like, three minutes where he freaks out and she did that great. Amazingly, but if you like, just see any other part of the interview, she just does. She just nails it and brings it home. And is so good at handling so many people of different emotions, so many people of different like approaches to her. And it was just, it like I said, it's just like a black mom. I think it's just so mom like, and I loved it. And it's just a powerhouse. So she is going to be another awesome invitee. And I think she, she appreciates food, so she'll bring some good stuff.
1: She appreciates food. She okay random
0: that's something like I'm calling her fat no I just I've seen this is a weird thing I've seen her and Oprah like talk about food or do stuff with food a lot like healthy food but good food like you know they're always they're always around the world doing stuff and mm. sometimes food so that's why I was like she'll bring something good
1: well I hope she does that was a good good invitee Kyra I would not have expected that but I like it um so thank you for that and thank you guys for listening to this episode of the ball out with and K you can follow us at the ball out w e k um, on twitter or you can follow us at kai simi kai underscore simi on instagram and I am at emi emi Hydell on uh, twitter and instagram Kyra's is at where's Kyra on twitter so thank you for listening and subscribe and rate if you'd like and we will see you soon
0: bye